Well, of course, none of this is new and um, has been going on for many, many years. So as clinicians, we've been raising these issues over and over again at local meetings. We've been raising these issues with our heads of departments, and there's really no change. In fact, if, if there's any change, it's going backwards. And things are getting worse. And my feeling was just that ethically I can't continue not saying anything, even though I'm not supposed to speak to the press without permission of my uh, superiors. I felt that um, ethically this was the only thing I could do. And and you raise very important ethical questions, uh, like uh, the question you pose about uh, failing at your jobs of ensuring basic health care for people and still sleeping at night. Another question you raise, uh, Dr. Damaya, uh, is that you ask uh, whether some of these officials would uh, admit their children to your hospitals, the hospitals you work in. Now, would you? Uh, why do you think these are uh, perhaps issues that should be raised? Do you? Would you argue that there is perhaps a lack of moral authority within uh, the political leadership and health officials that run the institutions? Yeah, I, I can only think that people just don't care. Um, it's it's not just the Department of Health. It's uh, city power that's lurching the hospital. It's the uh, public works that's responsible for the sewage problems which we're having at the hospital. It's uh, Joburg Water not supplying water to the hospital. So, you know, it's not it's not just one department. And for me, you know, they all go to their private hospitals. They've all got medical aid. And they think that they don't need to look after hospitals like this because it's just for the indigent. Well, some have argued um, ideologically that perhaps of officials um, uh, that serve in government should actually be forced to make uh, to make uh, uh, use of public health care facilities. Do you think that something like that would actually make a difference, Dr. Demeyer? I don't know if it would, to be honest, but um, I do. I've, I've got a. A vision, I think, that what the way academic hospitals used to be in Johannesburg is that they were really pinnacles of medical knowledge and care. And and I think that's what we need to aim for, is that if I've got a sick child, whether I've got medical aid or not, I want to bring my child to this hospital because I know that there's people who care and people who have fantastic clinical knowledge and, and my child will be treated correctly. So I think that should be our aim. Dr. Damaya, you also touch on another uh, very topical, uh, very populist uh, uh, issue as well, and it's been used as a political football in some instances, and uh, that is the question of illegal foreigners uh, allegedly clogging the system. So what is your lived reality in this regard? So the reality is that the, the um, population of Gauteng has grown enormously. Whether it's foreign or South African, it's just growing, and um, and the budget is not growing. So our hospital, in, in I think it's 2010, we had 8,000 deliveries. Now we've got 16,000 deliveries in the same hospital with the same staff, um, and that's what the problem is. It's not the foreigners are not causing there not to be water in the hospital. The foreigners are not causing the electricity problems. It is poor management, and um, and it is neglect 
of the healthcare system. So we've often heard that, unfortunately, uh, South Africans cannot uh, make optimal optimal use of healthcare facilities because these are clogged uh, with foreigners. Is that the case in your day-to-day reality? I wouldn't be able to answer you. I don't, uh, you know, it's not people don't go around saying, hey, I'm Zimbabwean, I'm Mozambican. Yes, I'm sure there's quite a number of foreigners, just like everywhere in in Johannesburg. Um, But that's really missing the issue. The the issue is that we are failing at providing basic health care for people. And regardless of color or creed, that's what our mission should be. So we have also seen uh, many specialist uh, physicians leave the country. And and I have to ask you, Dr. Demeyer, uh, is that something that you are considering one? And even right now, how do you find the spirit to continue working under such dire conditions? Well, I think um, for a few reasons. One is um, the job satisfaction of um, being able to to care for children um, in South Africa is still fantastic. I think we, uh, if I don't come to work today, no one is going to be able to take my place. Whereas if I'm in Europe and I'm sick and I can't come to work, there'll be 10 people that can do my job. So there's there's enormous job satisfaction. Um, I certainly don't want to go overseas and um, I'm dedicated to continue to provide the best care that I can. And just finally, the response that you are hoping um, to get, if any at all, um, what would you like to hear or, more importantly, see change, Dr. Demeyer? Yeah, that's what I'm a little bit worried about. I think this, you know, is a good chance that this is going to cause a ruckus for a few days and then it's going to die down and, and things are going to go back to the way they were. And I really hope that... Um, out of this comes not only a recognition that um, leadership should listen to clinicians and should come visit the, the situation on the ground, um, but I also hope that we can form some activist groups to actually continue this plot because it's not going to be solved. I know we're still going to have power issues and, and water issues and overcrowding, um, but I'm hoping that this is the first step towards a bigger movement, um, holding our, our government responsible for these services.